Good morning, all my live listeners, and to everyone joining in later on Spotify, hello at whatever time it is for you. Welcome to Weekly Pedia. This show is airing live on Hub Radio every Tuesday at 11am and then it is being uploaded on Spotify. Today we will be talking about mental health and since it is a pretty heavy topic, I want to first make it clear that both me and my guests are not experts on this topic. We will talk about personal mental health and our experiences and struggles with it. So let's dive in the episode that I've called surviving but not thriving and that's okay. So let my guest introduce himself. Hello, <laughs> uh, my name is Wes, but yeah, thank you for having me. Um, my name is Wes, I am uh, 21 years old. I uh, live in Zundert, which is a, a town nearby Breda. Uh, I was born and raised here. Um, yeah, <laughs> what else do you want to know? I think that's quite enough. Um, how has your day been so far? Um, pretty good, actually. I woke up quite early. Normally, I'm not really a morning person, but um, <laughs> I wanted to take some time to prepare for this podcast. So I had a good breakfast and then I drove here. So, yeah. Nice. So you're very well prepared. <laughs> um, yeah, I actually listened to your podcast on the way here. Oh, to, to my podcast? Yeah, 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 yeah. Last episode? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Nice. Okay. <laughs> And yeah, that's nice. Well, I'm not that prepared because I woke up early as well. <laughs> but then I had a meeting mm -hmm. which took longer than I expected. But it's fine. We're here now. So nice. yeah. Nice, nice, nice. Okay. So do you usually open up to others about your feelings? And like, how is that for you? Is it easy to talk to others for you? Um, It's not easy for me, no. no? Uh, I think, I'm not sure, but I think that uh, a lot of guys struggle with opening up yeah. um, more, more than girls do um, I'm also pretty introverted and I'm a big overthinker so I usually I also talk a lot to myself mm -hmm. but I never really talk to others about my problems so. yeah you're a bit overthinker I can relate to that a <laughs> lot um, what do you overthink about like what is your main thing oh everything everything, everything <laughs> like especially decisions that I've made in the past and then I reflect on them to see or to think about like if I made the right decision or what would have happened if I would have made another decision yeah. or yeah but the thing is you never know what would have happened if you would have made another decision so yeah, yeah that's true but like I I also overthink a lot but then I have this saying that whatever happens happens and yeah, it's true, not true. your fault and there's nothing you can change about it yep. anyways because it already happened mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. yeah um okay and <laughs> what do you um, notice uh, about yourself when you, for example, start getting low or like what gets you in those moods of overthinking of bad mental health, for example? Um, I think, for example, not having enough free time mm -hmm. or not having physical exercise or um, usually it's also when I'm alone and when I'm not around friends or family that I really start to... Uh, think within myself and start to overthink yeah yeah you mentioned you be you are an introvert but then you say that you like being around people i do actually yeah. yeah how is how does that work um i'm not sure actually <laughs> <laughs> i i do need i definitely do need time for myself every mm -hmm. day like at least an hour yeah just to be by myself completely by myself uh, whether that's like in my bedroom or like driving with a car or something um but yeah, at the same, I, I do also need 
like connection with others because yeah. otherwise I'm going insane. But if you would have, if you would drop me off on an island, for example, <laughs> and I would be there for a month yeah. on my own, I also wouldn't mind. You, we will be fine with yeah. that. Oh my god, I cannot <laughs> survive that. <laughs> Never. Like I'm, I asked you because I'm such an extrovert. Mm -hmm. I'm a social butterfly, and mm -hmm. I always need to be around people. Mm -hmm. And the times that I'm alone, I feel like. But do you talk to yourself as well? Yeah, or? I do. Okay. I do, but like. It's for me, it's better to talk to other people than to talk to myself okay. because it's like I find it easier to share things and I always open up about my mental health. Like I know there are people that are scared to say anything mm -hmm. and are really keeping things for themselves. Which you kind of want to help others then. Yeah. Or, okay. Yeah. And not only to help others, but like I feel like when I share, I feel better. You also share your own problems and stuff yeah, with my other people. Own problems. Do you find that? easy to do or hard to do or yeah i find it super easy like when i was having a bad time like during my um depression period we can talk about that later <laughs> uh, <laughs> not to dive into <laughs> deep from the beginning um but yeah i was always talking to friends about it and mm. friends were checking in on me like because mm. they knew how i was and that's yeah. good yeah I know, but like it's also good to not share because sometimes you feel like you don't want to and you feel like you're not going to be understood. Yeah, and it can also in a way be used against you maybe mm -hmm. if you say it to the wrong people. Yeah. So, yeah. Exactly, exactly. But yeah, so <laughs> what is your personal relationship with mental health? Um, I think mental health is super important. I'm also yeah. like really big into self-development and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, I started really getting into it like... I think five years ago now, or uh, maybe a little bit less than that. I think like 2015 or 16. Um, and I try and watch like self-development videos or like I try to read self-development books and stuff. Yeah. Like at least half an hour a day. That's um, nice. Yeah. So <laughs> I envy you for that because <laughs> I, I have a bullet journal to mm -hmm, keep things mm -hmm. organized and it helps my anxiety a lot. Mm. But then I have a um, habit tracker and I have oh, yeah? read a book at least half an hour a day and I never do it because I don't have the You're time. You're too to, busy. Yeah, yeah, I'm too busy. And I, I really want to change that, you mm. know, because I love reading. So the thing is, you can also, for example, listen to podcasts because podcasts you can listen to them while you're doing something yeah. else. So, for example, if I go to the gym, mm -hmm. I, will, I might put on a podcast about mental health or something. Yeah, that's I'm nice. multitasking. Yeah, that's yeah. multitasking. When I go to the gym, I usually listen to music because it helps me mm. like get in the mood and mm. stuff because I personally don't like going to the gym. Okay. Um, but I do it because this is my only uh, free time of the day, basically. Mm. So I feel like this is my mental rest while my physical body is working, you know? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people have that actually because a lot of people think that the gym is only for your physical body to relax or yeah. like, but it's also for your mental health. Yeah, for health, me, for it's sure. really mental health related mm -hmm. because I feel like when you're in the gym, you think about your muscles, you think about the exercise you're doing, the music or the podcast that you're listening to, and you don't think about other stuff. Exactly. Yeah, which is amazing. Yep. <laughs> Okay, then we covered a little being active, but other than the gym, what did you do during, for example, the pandemic when gyms were closed? Well, I ran a lot. Yeah? Yeah. I actually never really liked running, mm -hmm. ever. I hate running. <laughs> I also hated it, actually. 
But um, I downloaded the Nike Run Club app or yeah. the, like Nike Run app. Yeah, I know it. Yeah. Uh, and you have the these audio guided runs, mm -hmm. and I just put in my AirPods and I just go for a run, and it's only 20 or 30 minutes every time. Yeah. But it oh, it's so good. Yeah. Like I actually bought running shoes and like really? the whole outfit. You yeah. got into it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But now I'm trying to gain some weight, so. Uh, yeah yeah running costs a lot of cal calories yeah so, running yeah. is not the best option no, for that yeah but it's definitely fun i yeah. would not expect that i would like it so much to be honest yeah for me that is swimming actually oh I, swimming damn yeah, i also really like swimming i actually. used to swim three times a week mm -hmm. pre-pandemic but then now pools are all closed for like yeah. a year and something so i actually really want to go swimming soon same <laughs> but um yeah i in the pandemic i in the beginning started to do like home workouts like mm -hmm. videos on youtube and mm -hmm. stuff but then i got really demotivated and stopped doing everything mm -hmm. basically and just left uh, the activities other than yoga which really helped me oh. i don't know if you've tried that but I've, I've, yeah more like meditation not really yeah, yoga meditation. i think yeah meditation for me doesn't work because i think i don't do it correctly okay and i don't know how to i mean but is there really like a, a way to do it i feel like everybody just yeah, does I whatever feel like feels right everybody to them. is like has its own experience with it and does his own his or her own thing but like for me i just couldn't find my thing so hmm. i was just hmm. yeah chill music and yoga is my sort of meditation fair enough right <laughs> <laughs> yeah and what about neglecting your mental health like because we mentioned that for me it's like my gym is my mental health time because i don't have time mm -hmm, for mm -hmm. throughout the day what do you think about people who neglect their mental health um it's funny that you asked that because last week yeah last week yeah it's not monday right mm -hmm. yeah okay. <laughs> uh, last week i was pretty overworked mm -hmm. i was like on the edge of a burnout um i had so much school work to do i'm also super busy with work i work mm -hmm. six days a week besides school yeah week. and then my only free day or my day off is usually on sunday but i also have to work because i have to finish school deadlines mm -hmm. and stuff yeah so i asked my um what i asked my supervisor from work if i could have a day off mm -hmm. like uh oh no it's tuesday today actually yeah, is it's it tuesday. oh yeah <laughs> i uh, so i got a day off yesterday mm -hmm. and i went to uh i went to the beach nice and i really needed that like oh so i think neglecting your mm -hmm. mental health is a no-go like yeah, for sure yeah. i about overworking yourself last week i feel the same because i had a pitch presentation yesterday morning that we finished me and my group five minutes before the pitch oh, wow. and after the pitch like um we had a meeting with our supervisors and i had a mental breakdown in front of them which was <laughs> yeah not the best like a full-on mental breakdown yeah i was or, crying yeah. oh really oh wow wow <laughs> it was a full-on mental breakdown <laughs> i'm not proud of it but it is what it is um so yeah it was I also had a lot of deadlines. I still have deadlines. That's why I was a bit late this morning because I had a I have a deadline at mm -hmm, twelve mm -hmm. today. Oh, <laughs> and I had to like twelve at Did noon. Did you finish it already? Yeah, yeah, okay. it's fine. My partner is gonna wrap things up, okay. but like my part is finished, so that's fine. Otherwise, we need to stop it right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay. I managed to finish it. Okay. Uh, but then, yeah, end of semester is always really busy. Yeah, like, yeah, definitely. The last couple of weeks are the yeah. most insane. Yeah, but it's good that you took yesterday off. I still haven't had time for a day off. <laughs> you should, you should. But I think that's going to be next week for me because my last deadline is next week, Monday. Mm. So after that, I'm completely free. Vacation mode on. Vacation <laughs> mode on for sure. Yeah. Then have you ever had a burnout actually? Yes, I have. Yeah? Yep. It was really bad. Um, I started working when I was 12 years mm -hmm. old. Uh, I worked pretty much 
every off time that I had. So every vacation, every Saturday or Sunday, uh, never took a rest for myself. I thought that I could handle pretty much everything. Um, then I started doing a studies that I didn't really like to do. Mm-hmm. And the work that I did was also not like where my passion was at. Um, and eventually I just, I don't know, I, I couldn't take anything anymore. I, mm-hmm. I had to stay in my bed and I could not do anything at all. Like it's so hard to recover from a burnout as well. Mm-hmm. Like, Have you ever had a burnout? Yeah, I had it this year actually. Oh, ooh. <clears throat> yeah, it ooh. was in January, mm-hmm. and um, I just because I take on so many tasks, mm-hmm. which I have as well. We talked about it Same, yeah. before the podcast a, a little bit. Um, but yeah, I have so many tasks because I love being busy. Same, like same. for me, it's just if I don't have anything to do, I feel useless. Yeah, actually, yeah. is it also for you? Like, if I have a day off or something, like the first day is, like, all right, all I, right. I kind of already. F- starting to feel something yeah. then the second day i'm like all right i need to do something yeah you feel guilty about not yeah doing i'm this. actually yeah. starting to come up with ideas on yeah, stuff that I'm i can do same. just to I'm be the same. productive like that's why i started the podcast because i felt like something was missing oh, oh damn yeah i actually then, asked you like is this podcast for some sort of no, course or something like not no. at all like wow i was <laughs> I actually impressed by that i don't gain anything from this <laughs> i just do it for pure pleasure because nice. i love it which is it's also actually great yeah it's like fun to have something that you love but you mentioned that you didn't love what you were doing and mm-hmm. then you switched that right yes i did so it's really important for mental health to love what you do and for sure to be for comfortable sure. in the area that you're working mm. or studying mm. or whatever yeah for me personally that's why i came to the netherlands because in bulgaria we don't have similar majors like media okay. type of things mm-hmm. the closest thing to it is maybe journalism like mm. there is nothing mm. really broad it's specified like okay. either journalism or filmmaking like not how we do creative business you know yeah because here you have like a piece of everything yeah exactly you get like the picture of it all yes, and that's exactly. what i like and yeah i also feel like when you like something that you do it's also you feel more productive yep. and yeah that's for me really important what about why did you choose the netherlands though because I, if i would have chosen any i would go i would have uh, gone to like some warm place or like with a okay. beach and stuff yeah funny story i was supposed to go to italy oh okay uh, because i sp- learned italian in high school Yeah, my Italian is actually better than my English. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, my God, that's amazing. <laughs> But then I went to Italy and they're not really internationally oriented. Mm. Um, so then I was on a, um, like a vacation here with my parents and I, l- I fell in love with the Netherlands. And I mm. was like, I need to switch from <laughs> Italy to the Netherlands. Okay. And I did. And I'm How do you like it so far? I love it. I've been here for two years now. How do you like the culture and the people? I love it. Okay. Yeah, nice. <laughs> like there are some things that I don't like, but then, yeah, it is with that everywhere. So true. You true, can true. have a hundred percent. But then, going back to mental health. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Got a little bit of off-road um, there. Yeah. How does for you social life and social media like affect your mental health? Um, social life. I think it's definitely important to have good friends and stuff or Mm -hmm. close people around you that you can talk to or that just cheer you up if you're feeling down um and in terms of like social media i find it to be i don't know especially instagram for example if i wake up like this is like a habit that i've developed over the past couple of weeks Mm -hmm. because i'm like pretty stressed and stuff then i just go on instagram and i just scroll to everything and i don't know kind of makes me feel even more depressed or anxious Mm -hmm. or something i don't know 
How often are you on social media? Like hours um, per day, approximately? Not that much, actually. I try and be on my phone as less as possible. Mm -hmm. Only like WhatsApp or like direct messages on Instagram or stuff. Um, but I think one hour a day. It's really not that much, no. But I am, honestly, I'm on YouTube probably like eight or nine hours a day. But YouTube is good because you can watch like yeah, actual <laughs> important things because I, I feel guilty for saying this. I'm on my social media apps five hours a day. Mm, I think is, most people are though, Yeah, honestly. like I, I wake up, I go on Instagram straight to check what I've missed. Mm -hmm. And also I text a lot on Instagram. So that's probably... Yeah, okay. yeah, that's the thing because if I'm texting with someone on Instagram then it's so easy to go on the like the feed page. Yeah, while you're waiting for yeah, them to reply. Oh. Yeah, it's, it's addictive. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, for me, it really affects mental health because um, sometimes you see... Um, for example, when I was depressed and I was on Instagram, I was lying in bed, not wanting to do anything mm -hmm. with my life. And then I go on Instagram and I see all oh, those people having the time of their lives. But okay. it's all fake, though. I mean, yeah, even, it is, we even know is. that it's fake, but still, yeah. like, you get You know, into but it. you still get a little, like, jealous in a yeah, way, yeah, you know? Yeah. And especially if you're feeling down and mm -hmm. if you don't want to do anything with your life and see those people succeeding. Yeah, you think to yourself like, oh, everybody is succeeding and having a great time and I'm the only one who is feeling this yeah, way. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But then also it's um, really important to just check in with your mental health and how social media affects it. Mm. Because sometimes if it's the right content, it's yeah, actually good for that's you. Actually, I have two accounts. I, I'm into photography as well. Mm -hmm. So I have a photography account and I've got like my normal account. Mm -hmm. And what I do now is as soon as I open Instagram, I try to open my photography account on which I only follow photography accounts. Mm -hmm. So then I get inspired by all the content yeah, that they put out. Nice. Yeah, that's nice. That's nice. Yeah. I don't have, well, I have multiple accounts for like social media because mm -hmm. I also manage some um, social media for marketing. Mm -hmm. um, but what I find is like explore page for me is really calming because it always suggests like, pictures of nature or mm. food or some inspiring that's quotes. where i get lost though in the explorer page yeah because <laughs> <laughs> i keep on scrolling yeah that's true that's true but then when i was uh, in my bad period i in explore page a lot of um pictures of like quotes and things mm. that help mm. helped me you know because they were like check in with yourself check in i saw this quote i have it written down okay. <laughs> um check in with your mind as much as you check social media oh that's a really good one right which i feel like for me this is a big thing because i check social media so much that i need to make it balanced mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm. but yeah <clears throat> we said about social media but then social life how does social life affect your um it really affected much for sure yeah. uh i am really blessed to have like all positive people around me yeah. and i try to really cut out negative people same um so yeah it definitely affects me i don't know yeah. what, like what else to say um for me personally what um why i wrote this down as a talking point is mm -hmm. that uh, when i was depressed i didn't want to talk to anyone and yeah i kind of have that as well though. yeah and you feel like nobody would understand you and I felt like my friends were amazing throughout this period. Mm -hmm. I know most of them are listening. So, guys, I love <laughs> you. Uh, but like there was this time when people would ask me to go out and I just don't want to because I feel like I just don't want to talk, you know? Yeah, so, I get that. Yeah, but also it is important to just... When was have, this actually? Um, it was end of January until like end of February, March. 
this year like this a couple year, months ago yeah, oh wow that's ago. really recently yeah <laughs> <laughs> but i i grew out of it i was in therapy which we can also talk nice, about how therapy nice. affected and yeah i feel amazing now even though i'm feeling a little pre-burnout but uh-huh, I, uh-huh. there is only one week left yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. school so i can i can handle it <laughs> but yeah and then we mentioned therapy so we can yeah talk yeah about sure, it. sure what's sure. your opinion about therapy uh, i've also done therapy actually mm-hmm. i think Honestly, everybody should once in a life at least do therapy or like at least once a year or like yeah. every half a year Agreed. or so. Just see someone just to talk to. Even though you might not really be dealing with anything, yeah. maybe there's some hidden thing that you're not aware of yourself exactly. that they are, can spot yeah. or something. So yeah, uh, yeah, therapy is really important. Yeah. yeah, And I would definitely advise to go to someone who's actually experienced or like yeah. who's a professional. Yeah, professional for because sure. Because they have like all these uh, tactics or whatever that they use. Um yeah, to help you get over certain stuff. Yeah. Not only tactics, but also like a therapist knows uh, what questions to ask. Yes, yes. Because I felt like when I was in therapy, I felt like they were reading my mind. Mm-hmm. Like every question felt like a continuation of the conversation, mm-hmm. which is what is important because you sometimes, when you're talking to friends, you feel like you're oversharing or you're sharing the wrong things or not enough. And then when you're in therapy, you can just share it all because yeah. that's what you're there for. And the thing is also, you know that they are professionals. They won't, you know, like it's someone that you can go to that mm-hmm. you don't really know personally. Yeah. You can just talk your talk yeah. and then and then leave. get out yeah, and then exactly. <laughs> move on with your life. Yeah, exactly. And it wouldn't affect your life in any way whatsoever exactly. except for some positive outcome, yeah, hopefully. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, therapy is nice, but what about medication? What is your... Oh, never had medication. Never? Actually, no, no. Um, I'm not sure what to think about it because mm-hmm. I've never had it. So yeah. I, I I cannot speak from experience. I do think that it would help for some people. I think for me personally, I, I mean, yeah, it's hard to say. I think for me, it wouldn't really help. I don't yeah. really believe in medication that much. I think that your mind is the most powerful thing that you have. Yeah. And you need to make sure that your mindset is right. And then if you are really strong mentally, mm-hmm. you can pretty much take on anything. Yeah. But if there's, for example, some chemicals in your brain or whatever that you have too many of or too less of, then yes, I guess medication could help with that. Yeah. So what is what's your take on that? I can talk from personal experience because medication is actually what helps me through okay. my depression. Uh, because I started off very badly. Mm-hmm. Um, I was crying from the morning to the evening. Wow, every really? Single that bad? Day. Yeah, it was wow. really bad. My roommates had to... <laughs> get to live through this like literally my roommate walks like knocks on my door walks in my room and she's like what are you doing and i'm just crying there and she's like are you crying again and i'm like yep um but then yeah i felt really alone and i had to go back home to bulgaria because i felt like i need my family okay. for this and my parents because for me maybe that's also were you homesick maybe or something like did that that's what i thought or, oh, okay you- and then long story short i thought it was homesick because it was straight after christmas when it's like mm. all family stuff mm. so i was like if i go home for two weeks everything will be fine yeah and it was between the two semesters, so it was fine. I went home. First week, I was amazing. I stopped crying. I stopped um, feeling uh, any thoughts that I didn't want to think about. And then I was going out with friends. And then one week later, crying came back. <laughs> <laughs> and also, I had really severe sleep issues. I was sleeping uh-huh. three hours a night for like two months straight, which is not wow. okay. 
Um, yeah, and then I went into therapy and my therapist uh, prescribed me uh, sleeping medication that mm. would help me sleep and then other yeah medication i get that that would help probably, yeah. yeah but then i'm off all medication now and i nice. sleep amazingly and i have an amazing life uh, at the moment how did how did you get into therapy like did you talk to someone from buas or did you talk to someone um, else or how yeah, did that work i shared with my parents first okay and i was talking to my dad and he shared with me that he had gone through depression like years ago and I didn't know that actually, mm. like I was at the time 11 or 12 years old, like I didn't realize it mm -hmm. because I was so young to understand. But then I had a really deep conversation with my dad and he shared his experience and he was like therapy and medication really helped mm. me. Mm. And for me, I was really scared because I have heard a lot of um, experiences that people get addicted to medication and yeah, it's too bad for them. That's what I've heard as well. Yeah, and I talked to my dad and he was like, no, I drank them for like a couple of months and then I stopped and then I haven't had it ever since. And mm. it was like 10 years ago, which I was like, okay, I can try. But then I was really scared to go on it. And I also talked to that with to my therapist because my dad brought me to his therapist. And yeah, it was really nice because it's just... The therapist understands you in a way that nobody else exactly, could. Exactly, yeah, because they're trained for it, yeah, obviously. Yeah, exactly. They've learned how to do it. Mm -hmm. And they just, they know what to prescribe and how much. Yeah. And if you follow the guidelines, it's all fine. Uh, uh, the thing about medication, does it work instantly or is there like an overlap of like a couple of weeks before it starts to kick in? Because I've heard that from an interview that I've listened yeah. to once, that it takes, for example, the guy was really depressed yeah. and he started taking medication and he was like, I want to feel better right now. Mm -hmm. But he couldn't feel better no. at that moment because it took a couple of weeks before yeah. it started kicking. So how it's every medication works in a different way. Mm -hmm. How my medication worked was really weird because <laughs> I started drinking it and then one week later I felt worse. I was oh. crying even more. I was <laughs> even more. <laughs> even more. I was feeling like I was um, shaking and stuff. I oh, felt really wow. anxious. And then I call my therapist and I'm like, I feel so bad. Like, what am <laughs> I, I supposed to working, do? Yeah. I think it's not working. She's like, do you feel this? Do you feel that? Do you, are you shaking? And I'm like, yes, yes, yes. And she's like, then it's working. And I'm like, what do you mean it's working? <laughs> what type of medicine is this? Yeah, like that's the exact opposite of how I want to feel, mm -hmm. you know? And then a couple of days later, it just everything started wearing off and then it's a gradual thing. It mm -hmm. doesn't happen straight away. But then throughout a period for me, it was like three or four weeks and it really right. helps. And then if you are, if you want to get rid of the medication, yeah. how do you do that? Do you then just take on less yeah. pills, for example? Or yeah, like it depends on the um, medication. How I got of it uh, was, again, funny story. I... <laughs> Stop drinking it because I forgot. Wait, do you need to drink it? No, it's like, um, how do you say it? It's like a pill and you need to drink it with water. Oh, I see. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was like a shake thing here. Or shake something. thing? I don't know. Like like some, <laughs> some bottle of no. like really disgusting no, liquid. No, it's just like a really small white pill and then you just have it. But okay. then, yeah, it depends on the medication. Hmm. But then I, yeah, I was really busy with school and stuff because I was already back in the Netherlands. And then I just forgot to have it for like 10 days straight. Oh. And then I called my therapist and I was like, I forgot to have it. Is it is that fine? And she was like, are you feeling okay? Like she asked me a couple of questions. And then she was like, yeah, if you're feeling fine, you can just go off it. Mm. And then I've been off it ever nice. since and it's fine. Nice. But yeah, it's different with every person because it's affecting your... I don't know what it's affecting exactly. As I said, I'm not an expert, <laughs> but like um, it's different with every person and with every medication. But it's yeah, 
as long as you seek professional help and like the, a professional yeah, tells you what to do and yeah. you don't do it by yourself, it's really important to mention mm. that. Mm. Yeah. Nice. But yeah, do you have any more questions on medication? <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't. <laughs> yeah, and how is sleep for you? Because I mentioned that oh, for me, sleep is really important. So important. Yeah, right? Sleep's so important. Um, I'm also a highly sensitive person. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure if you know what that is. That's basically like all the impulses that we have. For example, we have the lights here and yeah. you have like the audio and stuff. Yeah. For me, it's like kind of like 10 times as uh, extreme mm -hmm. than most people. Yeah. Um, so... What helps for me is to get at least nine hours of sleep every night. Nine if I hours. don't get my nine hours, I am oh my god, like effed. Yeah, really. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Well, for me, I have. I can go on six hours of sleep. Mm -hmm. I would prefer it to be eight, but I usually don't have time for that. Mm. There are not enough hours of the day for me to sleep. <laughs> you should prioritize sleep. Really. I know. Really I know. Important. I read this book. Um, it is from Matthew. I forgot his name, but mm -hmm. it's called Why We Sleep. Oh, yeah. And it's about like the importance of sleep. And it basically explains how sleep is so important for mental, physical health, for everything, everything. everything. And then basically like because I know a lot of people that say, if I sleep, I'm wasting my life. That's not mm -mm. correct mm -mm. <laughs> because it is scientifically proven that uh Sleep, if you sleep more, you're, you live longer. And you're more productive during yeah, the day. Yeah, that's true. Because usually if, you, if I don't sleep enough, yeah. then around 2 or 3 p.m. I start to have already. a dip. Yeah, same. So. Yeah, and that's the point where I get a Red Bull and <laughs> it doesn't work. And yeah, it's, sleep is really important. Mm. But then um, also there is this issue of people who cannot sleep, like insomnia and stuff I like that. I had that yeah? uh, because I had so much stress mm -hmm. last week and the week before. I stayed up until three or four just my mind was just on overdrive mm -hmm. i couldn't calm my mind down to go to sleep yeah. normally i don't really have problems with sleeping yeah. i just fall asleep instantly but yeah i don't know yeah i had um other way issue how okay i can explain it is like mm -hmm. i don't have problems with falling asleep okay staying asleep then yeah i used to wake up every like two hours and oh, then wow. i woke up at four or five a.m. and couldn't fall asleep mm, anymore mm. and this was like through my depression and beforehand and in the netherlands in january the sun comes up at nine in the morning <laughs> and i was awake at five already and i had like this long period of just darkness mm. and i was like what am i doing with my <laughs> life um but yeah sleep is really important and like if you cannot sleep there are ways uh, not only medication but also you can take melatonin i don't know if yeah you, yeah, which is like the hormone of sleep, which is completely, um, I wouldn't say healthy, but it's it doesn't affect your body in any way because mm -hmm. your body produces it anyways. Yeah. You so, just get more of it. So that yeah, you get more, more of tired. it. Yeah, exactly. But the thing is, melatonin only works if it's dark, not if it's oh, uh, light. Yeah, okay. because that's how... That's the thing as well. Like, I always make sure, like every, you know, you have like these... these uh, um, how do you call them? Power sockets, mm -hmm. right? And they have these lights on it too. Yeah to see if it's on or off. Yeah. What I what I did was I want to make sure that my room is completely dark because I'm like a highly sensitive person. Mm -hmm. So every bit of light distracts me from falling into like a really? deep state of sleep. So what I did is I grabbed some tape, like some really dark, like mm -hmm. uh, the black tape, black <laughs> tape. Yeah. And I put it over every single oh light, even my TV, like that little LED light really? thingy. Yeah. And oh I make sure to um, put my phone on like the, the other side Yeah. so that there also doesn't, uh, like there's no light from my phone and I also put it on airplane mode so oh that there's no like God. radio frequencies and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. 
you're insane. I'm kind of extreme. <laughs> yeah, you're extreme. Like for me, light is no issue. Mm. Like I can, if it's darkish, I can fall asleep. Okay. But like in during the day, I cannot fall asleep. Like naps and stuff like that. That for me, that's mm-mm. no, no. <laughs> Same for you. <laughs> <laughs> naps during the day, or no, I cannot take naps. Oh, trust me, <laughs> I can take a nap right now. <laughs> right now let's go for that no um yes well i don't know like for me it's just if i sleep enough i feel better if i don't i also feel fine but then a little less percentage yeah you same, know? Same. yeah okay <laughs> and then we covered medication we can maybe go through some comments of people who sent yeah, it yeah sure sure to all the listeners that don't know i posted a story on weekly pages instagram last night um, where I said basically that we're going to be talking about mental health. And if you feel uh, you have an experience or question you want to be um, discussed during the podcast, we would do it. Um, I said to people to disclaim if they want to stay anonymous, but I actually want to mm. keep everyone anonymous. Yeah, makes sense. Um, it's just I don't think names are important, no, but more no, the topic. No. So the first person who uh, replied to me was... Um, from all this study load, sometimes I have to put my mental breakdown on pause and schedule like uh, five minutes <laughs> where I can lay in bed with my face in the pillow. How do you think universities should handle the stress of their students and should they even care about it? Or yes. do you think they care now? They should add sleeping rooms. Sleeping rooms? Sleeping, yes, <laughs> I'm a big um, advocate of sleeping rooms. I know that Avance, like the other yeah. university, I've been there, they have... A, a area in like a basement and stuff no where they have rooms where you can just take a nap no they should have that here as well they actually they have actually do yeah sleep i didn't think sleeping rooms was a thing that, i think that was like two or three years ago so i'm not sure if they still have it yeah but i mean yeah yeah sleeping <laughs> rooms is a thing but then i wouldn't use those sleeping rooms i don't know i just feel like i differentiate my workspace from my mm. chill space you know so like if i work i have to either be in school or on my desk or at like a cafe and mm. in my bed only chilling that's okay that's my rule basically yeah the thing is i still live at home with my parents so mm -hmm. like my bedroom is also my working room mm -hmm. so it's like my desk is literally next to my bed which is kind of yeah. annoying because as soon as i start to have a little you know, that little yeah. moan of like, no, nah, I'm not really feeling it. I just go to my bed. Which, yeah. With the laptop? No, no, I just uh, go, go to sleep. sleep. <laughs> you just go to sleep. I'm done with this. Bye. <laughs> then like, I just need a nap for like 30 yeah. minutes. And then yeah, 30 minutes that. turns into one hour. And then <laughs> before you know it, it's like Naps 12 Naps never yeah. take 30 minutes, like <laughs> ever. Um, no, but I feel like schools should uh, definitely handle mental health within students, especially now during the pandemic yeah, and online education. Now, yeah. I feel like schools and universities are not doing enough, for sure. Mm -hmm. um, because we have like a psychologist or a counselor or whatever they are called, but then you have to schedule a time and it's not like therapy because you cannot go to them every single day or whatever. Yeah, I actually got a mail today yeah. of like saying like, if you want to talk to somebody or if you're feeling down, I think everybody got that mail or they just directed it to me. I don't know how, <laughs> how that would they work. Are, but. I think they're feeling something. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't um, know. Yeah. I, probably I got it. I don't know. I haven't checked my email. But they said like, if you want to talk to somebody, you can reserve a time slot or something yeah, or talk to someone. So, nice. yeah. But yeah, I feel like it should be more not advertised, but like, 
those type of emails should be sent yeah. more often uh -huh. and people should be aware that they could see yeah this is the first time that i've ever had a yeah, mail exactly, like this in exactly. like my two-year career now, yeah so. like i've i knew of the existence of this person but like i don't know how to find them yeah, exactly. how to contact them you know and if there's like a banner in school or you get an email about it like if you need to talk like what you said mm. then actually i think because we have like pcm which is self-development uh which is like a self-development course yep i think what school should do is also include like one hour every week of like literally like for example you have an entire class and every person of the class gets 10 minutes to talk in person like one-on-one -on -one with a supervisor or something yeah. just to talk about their progress or how they're feeling this week yeah. or i think that would already help so much i totally agree because it's like with pcm we have like different assignments and tasks that we need to do throughout the semesters but we don't have enough one-on-one -on -one conversations mm -hmm. with the study coaches yes, because exactly. their title is a study coach yes. so they should was coaching us through the process mm -hmm. and if you're not feeling okay or like you can always email them yeah. but like they don't check in with you no, and if true. you don't check in with them it's not gonna happen <laughs> yeah, and there are people who are either afraid or don't want to check in because mm -hmm. they feel like they wouldn't care you know yeah exactly so what you said about 10 minutes or like whatever, a week to check and in. And the is thing is also like, I understand that they might not, you know, they obviously are not professionals in like yeah. um, psych, mental, health, mental yeah. health and stuff. So, but if they would introduce a 10 minute talk with everybody at least once a week or every two weeks, yeah. then if they would notice that something's wrong with a person, they could then direct that person to someone who is actually a professional. Exactly, because if something is wrong with a person, they would for sure notice yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, even if they're not professional, you feel it mm -hmm. in a way. Yeah. Well, schools should definitely do more, but then <laughs> another comment... I and got, include yeah. uh, sleeping rooms. <laughs> and include sleeping rooms. I don't know about that, but <laughs> for you, maybe it would be helpful. <laughs> um, I have one comment, which is... I've dealt with depression for quite some years when I was younger. Mm. My self-image was rock bottom and I always thought I was worthless. There are many things I have done because of that and I'm not proud of it. But nowadays I feel alive and successful. Even though I still struggle sometimes, I feel better. I tend to be very open about it so that I might inspire others. Nice. Maybe we should go like sentence by sentence first. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, first, about feeling worthless. Um, I also feel that sometimes. Same. Uh, I feel like that is a common feeling of... I, I believe it started with millennials and then it grew into our generation like as what? well. Oh, millennials. Millennials and yeah. then it grew into us, like that you always need to be busy with something, always yes. need to succeed, mm -hmm. always need to do something in your life to be better, you know? Yeah. Which is not always the case because if you're not feeling okay, it's fine to take a break mm, i think the internet causes the thing that way because yeah. there's always something to see mm -hmm. and there's always people that share what they're doing yeah like back in the days like 50 years ago you did not have a mobile phone exactly they couldn't see what everybody was up to yeah so yeah which i feel like it is really important to know that you should be proud of your progress no matter how small it might seem to you because for me when i was through my tough period it was i didn't even want to get out of bed and mm -hmm. then it was, I don't know if you're a tennis fan, I'm a big tennis geek. <laughs> and, I like tennis as well. Yeah, yeah uh, it was around Australian Open mm -hmm. back then. 
And for me, a thing to get me out of bed was to watch Australian Ten, Open. Okay, yeah. And I felt like that was a win because <laughs> I was in front of the TV doing something. <laughs> so, yeah, feeling worthless is uh, sometimes okay. You, it's yeah, and you definitely have to remind that everybody is on their own path. That's what I had yeah, to learn as well because exactly. I was looking at all these other people. But then I realized, like, wait a minute, you know, like... I'm 21 right now. I'm looking at people who are 25. Like, just imagine what I could accomplish in the next four years. Yeah. But now I already compare myself to that person right now. Mm -hmm. So, and in the end, like, maybe someone achieves something right now and dies when they're 30 years old. Like, mm -hmm. I hope it's not going to happen. Yeah. But, and for example, I will live until I'm 80 years old or something. Yeah. Then I've got a lot more time to achieve things. So, yeah. For sure. Um, another thing this person mentioned was not being proud of what they've done. I feel like this is wrong to say. Yeah, what do they mean with that? Because I heard that, but I was um, like... Yeah, I'm not completely sure, but I feel like it's just um, you're not proud of maybe... Um, I'm assuming, um, don't quote me on that, but like self-harm and stuff like that. Oh, okay. Um, which I feel like even if you did it, you not, you shouldn't be proud of it, but then you shouldn't regret it because it's a thing that in a way helps you through your period. And if yeah. you got out of it and you're mm -hmm. better now, you should be proud that you have come this way. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Um <laughs> Another thing, nowadays I feel alive and successful, which is amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. Good for you. <laughs> uh, we're so happy. And to, in order to get out of such a period and to feel alive and successful again, it's really important to talk to yourself, as you mentioned, yeah. and also talk to other people. And if you need to seek professional help, just do it. Because Actually, for anybody listening right now yeah. that is dealing with mental health problems, I think it's a lot more people than most people would think. Yeah. I would suggest you right now, if you're listening to this and you're somewhere where you can just be alone, mm -hmm. even if it's just going to the toilet or something, yeah. just right now, stop this podcast right now. Don't press on pause. <laughs> then after that, of course, press play again. Yeah. But just take five minutes for yourself. Yeah. Talk to yourself. Just be like, all right, mm -hmm. Wes, how am I feeling right now? Yeah. Do I feel good? Do I feel bad? What is causing me to feel good or feel bad? Yeah. How could I get more energy? What would, mm -hmm. have, what, what would cheer me up right now? Do I need to cut some things or some yeah. people out of my life? I think that would already really help people. Yeah, for sure. And like you mentioned feeling good and feeling bad. I have another quote here written down, which is good and bad days. I don't know uh -huh. if you've heard it or if you felt it. but I think I know the idea of it. Or Yeah, for me, it was a really big thing to my depression that there are good and bad days. Because some days you feel like you wake up and you feel like you're thriving and... You feel amazing mm -hmm. and then in the next morning you wake up and it's really bad again yeah. and it's like it's okay because mm. tomorrow might be better or if it's still worse another good day would come which yeah, is i think there's really always sunshine after the clouds or something yeah, that's, a quote as well. yeah, that's nice but yeah i feel like you should always be proud of how far you come and always sure, as you said yeah. check in of what makes you happy and um, be nice to yourself as well yeah, just exactly. be nice to yourself yeah like, like uh, another quote that came to mind, um, <laughs> you should treat yourself how you will want to be Once treated. treated by others. Yeah, by yeah. others, exactly. So like, if you want other people to be nice to you, why aren't you nice to yourself? Yep. So and the thing that I now default into, which mm -hmm. I've got from someone called Gary Vaynerchuk, if, yeah, you, I know if you know that person, or if yeah. you don't know that person, go follow him. Go follow him everywhere. Yeah, like, <laughs> he said that, which I've actually taken on myself as well. Like if I now have a bad day, then I instantly default into, all right, I'm having a bad day. I might not feel so well, but the people around me are healthy. Mm -hmm. I'm healthy. I live in a country where if you want to 
like do anything it's possible i don't have to worry about i don't know like having a roof on my head and stuff like yeah. that i have food to eat yeah like i'm so grateful to even be alive yeah that even though it's a shitty day it's not as shit as it could be so like sure. and then i kind of feel a little bit better yeah <laughs> that's understandable but then yeah for me it's like really important and for everyone who is listening to like um leave off on advice take five minutes for yourself yeah. after this podcast or mm -hmm. if you don't have time later in the day even before bed five minutes to just check in how you're doing and then also follow positive people on social yes, media yes yeah, and like, actually do it yeah, like actually do it do like it. take five minutes today like yeah. you have to make a promise right now to us yeah promise us guys <laughs> like virtually that you're gonna do it but um yeah And before I want to uh, wrap up, I want to want to mention that if you need to talk to someone, the sooner you do it, the better. Yes. And the DMs of Weekly Petya on Instagram are always open if you need to talk and they're a safe space. I wouldn't mention you on the podcast, but if you <laughs> feel like talking to someone, you can always DM me. I will find five minutes of your day to talk to you. And yeah, this was it for this week. Thanks for listening and tune in next Tuesday for another episode of Weekly Petya. Thank you so much for being <laughs> You're here. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Yeah.